When you're hiring, it feels amazing to finally close out a job search. But what if you could get rid of the search and just match? You can with Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. On the Xfinity Mobile Redbird Sports Network from Learfield. Makes a pitch throw, and now he's wrapped up. Ball's loose on the deck, and the birds have it. Play action, throwing underneath into the nest. Touchdown, Illinois State. Hey everyone, it's head coach Brock Spack. Go your Redbirds. Live from Schooners, this is the Brock Spack Show. Presented by Bud Light. Easy to drink, easy to enjoy. Now, here's the voice of the Redbirds, John Fitzgerald. All right, get everyone and welcome once again to the Beer Garden here at Scooters. Another edition of the Brock's Back Show presented by Bud Light. We're here at 810 East Grove Street in Bloomington talking Redbird football until 7 o'clock tonight. Birds now nationally ranked. Coming off a 34-18 win at Western Illinois this past Saturday in the Valley Opener. And they will close out this two-game road trip this coming Saturday afternoon as they renew their rivalry with Eastern Illinois. Alongside former Redbird assistant coach Ted Schmitz, our on-site producer Greg Holbleib and Jake Fogel back at our WJBC studios. I'm John Fitzgerald as we welcome in the winningest head football coach in Illinois State University football history, Mr. Brock Spack. That's a beautiful night. 2-0 and sounds pretty yeah. good, doesn't it? It does. Um, it's You know, it's been our uh, players have done a really good job. They... I think they've had a good week of practice. They've been pretty focused and uh, having to play two rivalry games in a row on the road. Um, it's, it's a little different, but uh, I, th- I think they've, they've handled it pretty well. But we'll see Saturday. And, uh, but they've, they've been pretty mature. But I uh, like where we're at and uh, got, a con- got a lot of things we got to get better at. That's what I'm excited about this team is that they have a high ceiling. And uh, I think we're, uh, we're, not, we're not even scratching the surface yet how good we can be. A lot of young players, coach, and they're getting better every week. You get yeah. better every day. Yeah, we get we get better every day. We got a lot of young guys, and uh, it's uh, it's a really good it's a really good thing. You know, we we talk about how good our running back room is. You're gonna meet one here in a little bit, and uh, uh, and they're all back next year again. Yeah, he had a <laughs> so, heck of a game last Saturday. Yeah, he's pretty fair. He had a pretty fair game. <laughs> National player. Of the, I mean, the uh, Missouri, the Valley. Missouri Valley player of the week. Yeah. He's, he's a good man, I can tell you that, yeah. just by watching him. He's a good man. Mason Blakemore, by the way, is who we're talking about. Yeah, He's right over here. <laughs> Handsome fellow. Look at him smiling. Got that million-dollar smile, doesn't he? He, he, he looks like uh, Denzel Washington. He does kind of. He does. He got the same <laughs> smile. <laughs> he does kind of. <laughs> uh, the Brock's Back Show presented by <laughs> the great taste of Bud Light. Easy to drink, easy to enjoy. Coming up on the show. Take a look back at Saturday's win in Macomb and then look ahead to this week's matchup, the 111th meeting all-time between the Birds and Eastern Illinois. 
As stated, the reigning Missouri Valley Football Conference Offensive Player of the Week, Mason Blakemore, is going to stop by. That's part of our student-athlete spotlight segment presented by your country financial agent, Steve City Peterson and Catherine Peterson, as well as the Shannon Smith and Tom Peterson real estate team from Remax Rising. ISU head cross-country and track coach Jeff Bovey is going to stop by. He'll preview tomorrow's Redbird invite over at Wybrin Golf Course. And finally, our final segment. You'll have the opportunity to ask the head coach, Brock Speck, a question. If you're in the audience here at Schooners, go ahead and fill out one of the sheets and bring it up to the table during a commercial break or drop a message in our Facebook live stream. Well, Coach, it wasn't as easy a start as it was in the opener against Dayton last Saturday at Macomb, but your ball club was able to kind of take an early punch and then really got it rolling in the second quarter and beyond. We talked about uh, poise all week, and uh, poise is always a big part of what, what we do here. Uh, poise under pressure, and, uh, you know, if you're going to win a championship, you got to be able to win on the road and uh, in our conference, and it's tough to do no matter where you play at, and uh, we knew they would have a lot of juice. That's one, that's one of the biggest crowds I've seen. It is probably yeah. the biggest crowd I've seen at Western since I've been here. Um, I've been here 15 years now, and um, they had a nice crowd. And you can tell they put a lot into this game. They had a lot going on. They brought all their football alums back, and um, and it was it was their senior day, uh, which is unusual. But yeah. to have it early that early, but good weather, I guess, and uh, probably smart to do it that way. But uh, uh, it's it's interesting. Uh, they they were they were ready to play us, and they you know they they scored a bunch of points uh, down in. Uh, down in the desert, New Mexico, and uh, but 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 I think we played pretty well uh, throughout the throughout the game. We didn't start very good. Uh, that was the one concern uh, that I had. You know, we, that was the one thing I wanted us to do is start well and come out of the gates well. We didn't do that, and it gave me a little cannon father for this week. You know, <laughs> I said, you know, I I, I told him that, that that's the, you know your your lack your bad start on Tuesday led to a bad start on Saturday, and. We didn't start the week great on the practice field. We had we had a kind of a sloppy Tuesday, and usually slop. You know, Tuesdays in football and college football are really rough and yes. tough and and grimy, and it's padded and it's kind of a nasty day. And but ours was extremely nasty last week. It wasn't very good, and um, brought that to their attention and, and and it followed them to the game. And but they were able to to uh, snap out of it. And we scored right before the end of the half there and then and came out and put the game away, uh, scored two quick scores. I think it was two quick quick scores. Mason ran off a few touchdown runs there and in a four-minute drill and just kind of took the sails out of them and, and, and played you know played well. There's a there's a something called the, the middle eight, you know, the that's last four minutes of the half. I was going to ask you to first explain four it. Minutes, yeah. The first four minutes of the second half is a really critical time we played pretty well in that time. It was the minutes after that, up until the end of the game, we we had a few gaffes, but um, that that we you know we prov- we provided a separation in there, gave us a little breathing room, and you know even it allowed you to have an error or, or a mistake where you could still survive it and 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 keep it going. I I never felt we were, I, I never felt like the, like the game wasn't in hand. I, I mean it was it was. I think our players handled very well. They handled like professionals and, uh, and and did a really good job from a mental standpoint. And um, just were very poised and very professional about about their approach. And I think that that went a long ways to how the game ended. So this is still a really young team. It is. And through two weeks, you're two and zero. Oh. You know, from a script standpoint, probably would have been nicer to have coast a little bit more last Saturday in Macomb from the get go. But this team is learning a little bit too, and you got to get over that hump of being able to erase an early deficit and fight back. Right, that's one thing maybe they learned last time. Well, that, that that's true, and and but Ted was here for this game back in '14. I, I told the players and came off the field. I said, "Man, that you know, in 2014, we came in here now with a good team, a great football team, and got our butts kicked in the first half. I mean, it looked like it was going to be like 30 to right. nothing. I mean, it was bad and some way we came back and, and kicked a field goal with no time left to win and to walk out of there with a win. And that was, this that this game had nothing feeling like that. This game right. wasn't even close to that. And, uh, and so I, I think that, you know, it just bodes well that you can go into a, uh, you know, to a, a tough trip for us. That's not an easy trip. And and go win. It's it, I don't care who you're playing. It's important. And this weekend will be no different. This is the best team we've played 
you know, I know we'll get to them later, but this will be the best team we played all year so far. So, uh, but West, Western is always, they always get up to play us, and there was no different Saturday. Coach, one of your, one of the things that I liked about your halftime adjustments, you went to, you got good, you got good backs. You put both of them in the backfield at one time, two tailbacks in the backfield side by side from your quarterback. I thought that was really, really good for you in the second half. Yeah, it's a, it's a set we use. You know, like you said, our backs are good players. We got, we have a good room. Uh, got a good good room in the backs. We got two young players that you probably won't see a whole lot of this year, but they're going to be good players in the future. Um, but uh, yeah, we might as well put it. Yeah, put your best field players on yeah, the field, and right. uh, that's we. And Tony's been pretty creative that way, and he got he got them both on the field. He gets them both on the field with that with that formation. You know, we run the same plays. Right. People don't probably realize that we run basically the same plays, but we formate you to death, which means we give you different looks. And it, you line up differently. It makes the blocking schemes easier. It, it, so it's there's 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 some ways you change the play, and sometimes you you change the presentation. You show the defense. So we choose to cha- change the presentation, make the blocking scheme. Though we don't change the blocking scheme much, and and uh, that's that's a big part of what we do. Well, you and I both defensive coaches know that that creates a lot of problems. Though when you set like that, I don't know for sure where you're going, and you got a lot of options, and it's it's pretty tough. Well, you can, get, you can get unbalanced formations. Don't want to get too too technical. I'm losing the women out there, starting to yawn. But um, but you, you you can get people misaligned, and you can gain an advantage by your your your, your formation and 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 your motions. So that's what we try to do, and, and we go so fast right. that it's hard to, it's hard to make it's hard to make those adjustments, you know. Exactly. And and so that becomes an issue. It's nothing for our guy. They say you line up different and. But the blocking scheme, you know, it doesn't change. Stays so it stays the same. And the uh, the I heard the one the one uh, I heard a uh, a great philosopher talk about uh, genius. Genius is making the complicated very very simple. And football is a real simple game. It's made. It was invented by PE majors for PE majors. <laughs> so we try not to make it too difficult. You know. I've, Excuse all the PE majors out there. I have a PE degree too, so it tells you all about me. You need to know, but it, it's um, it, it's a very uh, it looks complicated, but it's not. It's not it's simple. Not. You keep it simple. Keep it simple. That's yeah. Right. When you look back at this week and the growth for this young team from the Dayton ball game through the Western Illinois game, what were some of the things that you kind of hang your hat on that they got better in in week two? I thought we tackled well. You know, we had they, we played the run really well. Uh, we took them out of the running game. I th- they just gave up on it. You know, I, I thought. In all uh, fairness, this I mean, it's worth noting. I think you they ran your the ball. Defense is number one in the country. Yeah, we're number one in the country in rushing defense, and and our defensive coordinator Travis Kneecamp is here, and uh, does a great job with those guys. And you know, if you, if you don't stop the run, it's a slow death. It, it really is. You got to be able to stop the run. And, um, and, and, and you got to be able to run the football with some success. You know, you can't be – even in my years at Purdue where it's, a, where it's quarterback you, when we throw it all over the lot, you got to be able to run the football in, in certain situations, and, 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 we, and, we, and we did that Saturday. So uh, we took the running game away, and they, they, they had some big runs against uh, New Mexico State. They scored, I don't know, 26 points, something like that against them. And, uh, and they're, so they're a good offense, and – um, thought we did a pretty good job uh, defending run. So that was one thing. I thought we tackled better. We were really aggressive against the run. We had a lot of TFLs in the game, a lot of lost yards. sacks. Yeah, and that's that's what we do, and we missed four. Yes. I look at the button negative. Absolutely. No. Uh, I, but but we missed four. I just think if we would have had two. glass is half empty. Yeah, right. I mean, we would have been double figures, and that's very rare to do. But still, that was pretty good. Uh, and uh, but, but that was something we did really did well. Uh, we ran the ball. Well, with a four-minute drill, uh, we ran it really well. Um, I, I, I thought uh, we, we had a huge throw. Uh, Zach and uh, Daniel uh, Sobkowitz hooked up on a yep. third down coming out of our own. You know, if we have to punt there, that's, we were backed up, and that would have been a problem. We, the defense had been playing on a short field for several possessions, and, and we threw a simple throw, and it's just kind of a – it's what the spread offense does. You have to defend the field, and, and they missed the tackle on the perimeter and turned into, what, about a 40- or 50-yard yeah. throw. A, a five-yard pass turned into a 50-yard play. So um, that was a huge play. So those kind of plays were, were really big for our for our um, 
uh, for our passing game. Um, I think we need to throw it better. Obviously, that's something we need to improve on. Uh, we're, we are a better throwing team than we probably you know, showed on uh, Saturday, but um, we ran the ball pretty well, and, I, and we we were efficient throwing the ball when we did throw it. Well, Zach, Zach started out slow, but he got. He did. I thought he did a pretty good job from about the middle of the second quarter on. He he was, I thought, as a leader by example. Also, he came out and started getting his progression down and and making good throws. Yeah, he makes good decisions. You know, he, we had. Um, We've had the most uh, pro scouts on our field since probably 14. We've had a lot and, of them. Yeah, I mean, we had, we had five guys here on, on, on the other morning. Yeah, Tuesday morning, they're all standing behind the quarterback. And uh, it's very interesting. When you have a really good quarterback, they all come. <laughs> and uh, they they got to get those guys evaluated. And they need to throw, see them throw live. And, uh, you know, we, we, get, we get after it a little bit in practice, and uh, especially on Tuesday and Wednesday. So they, they get to see them uh, good on good, 11 on 11, and – and it's our, it's our best players against our quarterback. So they, they, we put them under pressure, and uh, so they got to see him throw. But he, 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 he's made some really good decisions. Yeah, right. and that's that's what he has to do in this offense. And he's it's more than just throwing the football and right. handing it off. He's got to get us in the right place. He's making the decisions on his own too. He's yes, got he to do them on the field. He's he's taught what he's supposed to do, and you got to do this, this, and this if you see this. And that's what he's and he's been very good at so far. We're going to take our first break of the night. We'll have more with Coach Spack as the Bronx Spack Show, presented by Bud Light, continues live from Scooters right after this timeout on the Xfinity Mobile Redbird Sports Network from Learfield. A locally owned and operated neighborhood bar and grill, Schooners has been a Bloomington tradition for over 30 years. Home to the Brock Spack Coaches Show held every Thursday during the football season from 6 until 7. Schooners boasts an expansive lunch and dinner menu, including their mouthwatering wings, rings, burgers, and tenderloins. Be sure and stop by Schooners Beer Garden to relax and unwind with friends. Taste the local flavor at Schooners, 810 East Grove Street in Bloomington. For more information, visit SchoonersBL.com or find us on Facebook. Go Redbirds! When the game goes into overtime. But. The game goes into overtime. The choice to enjoy is easy. Bud Light. Easy to drink. Easy to enjoy. Order Bud Light online today. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. Denny's Donuts and Bakery has been a loyal Redbird supporter for over 40 years. When it comes to the competition, no one comes close to the taste of one of their fresh-made donuts. Yum! They're great for your next school or church function, or even just to enjoy at home. Stop in and pick up yours at Denny's Donuts and Bakery, located at 1107 South Main Street in Bloomington. Denny's Donuts and Bakery and Redbird Football, a winning combination. When you're in the mood for a cheeseburger, you've got options. Cheddar, Swiss, Gouda, Pepper Jack. But when it comes to choosing your seed corn brand, well, you have fewer to choose from each year. That's why Wiffles Hybrids is determined to keep giving growers an independent choice. A choice that stands for something. So plant your independence with Wiffles Hybrids. And top it with a big old slice of American. Hear the roar of the crowd, or is that the roar of your stomach? Stay focused on the game and beat your hunger with Avanti's. From gondolas, pizza, pasta, and salads to fresh-made full Italian feasts, Avanti's can satisfy your cravings. Whether it's pre-game fuel or post-game dinner, the next time hunger attacks, order Avanti's online for carryout or delivery. At the home of the gondola, Avanti's. I know a lot of you really want the State Farm personal price plan, but what's with the oversharing? Like this message Mateo left. Jake from State Farm, you should know orange juice commercials make me cry. I feel bad for the oranges. You don't need to get that personal. The State Farm personal price plan helps you create an affordable price just for you. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Call or go to statefarm.com for a quote today. Prices vary by state. Options selected by customer availability and eligibility may vary. Back to Scooters, the Brock's Back Show, presented by Bud Lights. We'll 
We'll be here until 7 o'clock at 810 East Grove Street in Bloomington. Talking Redbird football. 15th year head coach Brock's back. And coach, as we turn the page, another non-conference still. The finale of a two-game road swing to really kind of start off the season. He's going on the road twice in the first three contests. This one, a rivalry ball game. The Mid-America Classic against Eastern Illinois at O'Brien Field in Charleston. The 111th renewal of this. Ted's an alum of Eastern Illinois. Poor guy. <laughs> well, hey, I coached there, too. So did he coach there, I too, coached though? there. Yeah. I did. And well, the, the, they have a the, very strong football tradition. The rumor going around is that Ted has been involved in 110 <laughs> of the 111 <laughs> games between ISU and Eastern. Thanks, John. Yeah. <laughs> He's, it's payback, you know. Yeah, well, it's good uh, enough, brother. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> but you, you mentioned in our last segment, this is a this is a much improved Eastern Illinois ball club it that is. you're going to face. They kind of were neck and neck in the first half at Bowling Green, an FBS ball club out of the MAC last Saturday, and they whitewashed in their opener on the road at Indiana State, and they really used defense to be the calling card in that one. Right. They, they had two pick sixes in that game. And uh, six turnovers. Yeah, also. They, yeah. They, they got after uh, Indiana State pretty well. And, uh, you know, their coach is a is a kid, uh, not a kid anymore. He's a grown man. I, I, co- I, co- I recruited him to Eastern Illinois a long time ago. I think it was the last guy I, co- I recruited there before I left and went back to Purdue. But he's a really good guy, and uh, he'll do a really good job there, unfortunately. Um, and he's, <laughs> but his his daughter plays softball for us. Yes, all you guys, right. she's a softball right. player at Illinois State. See, they all know. Yep. they just know. And but but it, it it's a, it means a lot to him. And uh, he was very disappointed last year. So I'll guarantee they'll come ready to play this year. And he, you, know, you tell the disappointment at the end of the game. But I said, hey, hang your, don't don't hang your head. You're, you'll be fine. And he he's a really good guy. And uh, we go way back. And kind of like Western Illinois was last year eastern illinois now is a quarterback who can really put the ball in the money and throw vertical yeah he can throw it he's he's very good and uh i thought the kid at western had three really good throws yesterday i mean he had through three deep out cuts and there's a saying in football out you know outs a high risk low reward to the field you better have a big arm he had plenty of arm he put three of them in there and because you kind of kind of beg him to do that and he did, and he took it, and he put three really good ones. This kid can do the same thing. He's got a very good arm. He pushes the ball down the field really well. He's, there's receivers, though, are a little faster than we saw last week, I think, and uh, and they're going to they're gonna cause us some issues, I think. But, uh, you know, that's the strength of our defense is our, is our secondary, we think, and uh, it'll, be, it'll be a pretty good matchup. It'll be very interesting to watch. We have to get some pressure on this kid, though. There's no doubt about it. And they, you know they're going to be trying to block the uh, – Keandre Jackson after he, after his show last week. Yeah, they'll know where he's at. I'm sure. Right, they'll um, be blocking. They'll, him. they'll find out where he's at. But yeah, they're, they're uh, you know they're a good football team, and he, he's a he's a transfer from Georgetown. And he's from he's from the state of Colorado, and but throws it very well. He, he's a very good player, and uh, we're going to have our hands full. There's no doubt. They also have a pretty good running back room too. They've got a transfer from Northern Arizona who was a freshman All-American a couple of years ago for them, and they got two other guys. One's a transfer from Monmouth who hasn't gotten a huge share of carries in their first two ball games, but they're they're kind of a three-headed monster there. No, well. they have they're back from um, Northern Arizona, uh, state of Arizona is a very uh, is a very good player. He's a big kid. He's 235 pounds. You know, he's a big back, and um, you know, you're you're gonna have to put a lot of helmets on him and get a lot of people around him to get him on the ground. He's a big kid, and uh, he's a good player. Very good. Now, have you seen stuff on film that changes how you attack somebody? Because what I've noticed, at least the difference in watching some film on Western the week previous and then Eastern this past one against Bowling Green, they like to run a lot of jet sweeps. They're not – trickeration is something that they like to go on their playbook a little bit more often, it seems like. Are you talking about Eastern? Eastern, yeah. Um, Yeah, we we, we obviously – we see a lot of – you know they they try to uh, you know attack you a lot of different ways. Uh, power is one of their best uh, runs. One the uh, one back power, uh, and then they try to get in the perimeter with with with. with they have a lot of what we call eyewash. You know they they they'll they'll they'll, they'll motion guys in and and create a pitch man and all that stuff that and and try to get your guys eyes in the wrong spot. It's because football is played with your eyes first, your brain second, and then your pads third. Uh, so. Uh, you gotta see 
first. So you got you got to make sure your 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 eyes are concentrating the right on the right keys. Coach, I'd like to mention one thing. He, John mentioned the, the Mid American Bowl, but I bet you have one thing you want to tell your young men: bring the trophy on the bus. I already said that. Yeah, yeah okay. Yeah, yeah good, I said okay. that on Sunday. I said, make sure. I, didn't, I I had some colorful language. I won't say here. <laughs> make sure that <laughs> trophy's on the trophy bus. is on our bus. <laughs> that's know. all that matters. Isn't that's it? All, yeah, that's all that matters. You get find find a way to win. And <laughs> okay. been in some dog fights down there and walked oh. away a loser and got got our butt kicked and also got walked out of there like I don't know how we won that game, but it's 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 uh, it'll it's be in, fun. It's an interesting place. Yeah, it's a, it's good for our players. You know, it's it's a. You know you're going to be on. You're going to be in this situation down the road, and uh, if you if you want to play for meaningful games in November, uh, you got to got to set it up, and uh, you got to be used to this. So this is you know, this is a, this will be one of those games to get you ready for that. A little better opponent each week. That's good. Yep. That's that's a good way to start. It's a lot better. It is. Yeah. yeah it is. A, these guys are a lot better than when we played last week. I think. And I think the schedule probably falls pretty well for you, doesn't it? Because you had an early conference opener last week with Western Illinois, and this being a rivalry game almost makes it seem a bit like a conference game as well from an emotional standpoint. Yeah, in, in the olden days it was, right? I mean, yeah, it, it was. was it was game, a conference right? game. And right. Really, we don't uh, – yeah, we were, in this, we were in the gateway back then, back when I was at Eastern, and both teams were in the gateway. Um, but it, it's it's a – it's a scenario where we should always play this game. Now Western's going the OVC like Eastern is, and we should always play that game. I think that's really two two games we should always play because it's good for good for the state of Illinois, good for the fans, good for both schools, and it's 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 a it financially it makes sense. When, and, when you see that crowd over at Western this week for your game, right. they, they they need that, right. and it's good for them. It's good for their school. Right. It's good for their athletic right. program. They, people are excited to see us play. Right. They want to beat us really bad, and I told you why. They all think we're spoiled brats. So I, I mean, so it, it's. And we're just not well liked. <laughs> I don't know what we've done, but we. You'll draw a good crowd at oh, Eastern yeah. too. Oh yeah, there'll be a lot of people there. Yeah. All those they like future. to see Coach back over there. Yeah, they do. They're, they're, yeah. They want to get after you. Yeah, they do. <laughs> they want to kick my butt bad. <laughs> all those future games at Western, though, as part of the non-conference deal that you guys just signed, those are all going to be at Hancock, right? Please? I don't think so. No, no, oh, I don't think so. Okay. I, you wishful thinking. Yeah, yeah was, wishful sorry. thinking. No, I think it's home and home, bro. He's getting like uh, Dick Letke already. He doesn't want to go back to Western and Macomb go up that box. <laughs> <laughs> that box is quite a, quite, a, quite a treat I've heard, huh? Ted spent six hours on my lap, I think, <laughs> during that game. Yeah. I've had cars that were bigger than that. Yeah. <laughs> heard they got air conditioning, though. Oh, yeah. That's a rumor. You, yeah. <laughs> you got a little door down there. You open it up. Yeah. <laughs> a little fan. Yeah. Or fan. Yeah. Well, Coach, thank you. We'll talk to you. In a so I got to leave now? You got to leave now. Okay. Go have some wings and rings. We're bringing Mason up here, huh? Mason is next. All right. The star of the show. Here comes Mason. Student-athlete spotlight segment is coming up next. Brought to you by your country financial agent, Steve City Peterson and Catherine Peterson, as well as the Shannon Smith and Tom Peterson real estate team from REMAX Rising. Mason Blakemore is up next. Stay with us. This is the Brock's Back Show presented by Bud Light on the Xfinity Mobile Redbird Sports Network from Learfield. A locally owned and operated neighborhood bar and grill, Schooners has been a Bloomington tradition for over 30 years. Home to the Brock's Back Coaches Show held every Thursday during the football season from 6 until 7. Schooners boasts an expansive lunch and dinner menu, including their mouth-watering wings, rings, burgers, and tenderloins. Be sure and stop by Schooners Beer Garden to relax and unwind with friends. Taste the local flavor at Schooners, 810 East Grove Street in Bloomington. For more information, visit SchoonersBL.com or find us on Facebook. Go Redbirds! Kids eat free in September at Wahlburgers at Hy-Vee to celebrate National Family Meals Month. That's right. Get a free kids meal with the purchase of an adult entree. Kids 12 and under can choose from favorites like a burger and fries, grilled cheese, chicken tenders, and more. Bring the family together. Dine in at Wahlburgers at Hy-Vee and get a free kids meal with the purchase of an adult entree every day in September. Dine in only. Some restrictions apply. See store for details. When the game goes into overtime. But... The game goes into overtime. The choice to enjoy is easy. Bud Light. Easy to drink. Easy to enjoy. Order Bud Light online today. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. 
Denny's Donuts and Bakery has been a loyal Redbird supporter for over 40 years. When it comes to the competition, no one comes close to the taste of one of their fresh-made donuts. Yum. They're great for your next school or church function, or even just to enjoy at home. Stop in and pick up yours at Denny's Donuts and Bakery, located at 1107 South Main Street in Bloomington. Denny's Donuts and Bakery and Redbird Football, a winning combination. Dear football fans, at Toyota, we've assembled a hard-nosed championship team. Check out the RAV4's versatile ground game. Get behind the wheel of the Camry and see how this competitor gets its all to win. Or enjoy the Highlander, a big-bodied defender with plenty of room to carry your squad. Plus, all these vehicles come with available all-wheel drive so you can tackle any terrain. Visit Toyota.com to learn more or check out your local Toyota dealership today. Toyota, let's go places. Some people just know the best rate for you is a rate based on you with Allstate. Not one based on Carol. She's more focused on hitting a high note than the car in front of her. Why pay a rate based on anyone else? Get one based on you with DriveWise from Allstate. Not available in Alaska or California. Subject to terms and conditions. Rates are determined by several factors, which vary by state. In some states, participation in DriveWise allows Allstate to use your driving data for purposes of rating. While in some states, your rate could increase with high-risk driving. Generally, safer drivers will save with DriveWise. Allstate Fire and Casualty Insurance Company and affiliates in Northbrook, Illinois. Doubletree by Hilton Bloomington, the preferred hotel for Redbird Athletics. Call Doubletree for your next Hilton stay. 309-664-6446. Need space to hold a meeting or event? We are here for you. Doubletree by Hilton Bloomington. 309-664-6446. That's 309-664-6446. Where the little things mean everything. Back to Scooters, the Broxback Show, presented by Bud Light. Birds and Eastern Illinois, the 111th edition of the Mid-American Classic, this Saturday afternoon from O'Brien Field in Charleston. Game time set for 2 o'clock. We'll be on the air with our network coverage at 1 p.m. You can listen to the game live locally on AM 1230 and 102.1 FM WJBC, as well as 93.7 Nash Icon and the Learfield Varsity network app it's now time for our student athlete spotlight brought to you as always by your country financial agents steve city peterson and katherine peterson as well as shannon smith and tom peterson the real estate team from remax rising and tonight we welcome in junior running back and the missouri valley football conference offensive player of the week number three mason blakemore mason welcome to the show i appreciate you having me appreciate you having me Let's go back in time a little bit. Spent your first two years at the college level, up the road into Cal, but Northern Illinois, make the decision to transfer. Did you think that the first two games of your career here as an ISU Redbird would go as smoothly as it has gone? Um, honestly, yes, sir. Because um, <laughs> um, from day one, they told me they, they would give me an opportunity to showcase what, I, what I'm able to do. And um, that's all I asked for. That's the reason why I came here. And um, I just, as you can see, I've been doing what I've been told to do and doing what I've uh, been, I prepped myself to do. I, I've, I've worked for this, so it's just easy for me, honestly. Two games in the books, 245 yards rushing total over those two games. You're coming off a career high, 170 yards rushing on Saturday in that win at Western. Scored three touchdowns on Saturday. You had one against Dayton, so four total in two games. You currently lead the Missouri Valley Football Conference in rushing per game, 122.5 yards per contest, as well as fourth in all of FCS football. It's a pretty impressive start. Yes, sir. Yes, and you had it all planned out, didn't you? <laughs> He's got a 10.7-yard average per carry. Now, that's that's unbelievable. A first down yeah. every time he touched the ball? Yeah, yeah that's, that's pretty good. That's about as good as you can get, brother. That's a good job. 
Mm-hmm. Hey, you, you got you down at six one two fifteen and a four five six forty. Is that about right? Uh, I'm six two. Six two. Okay. That's I'm, what they set up at Northern. We uh, we cheated you here. We put you down yeah, at six yeah, one. Yeah, cheated me. I know I'm six. And they had you at two twenty. We only got you two fifteen. Doesn't uh, make any difference, I, here, does it? Nah, I'll take two fifteen. Well, here's the thing I wanted to point out that's impressive. Great point average, three point two, brother. That's what's really impressive. I appreciate that. I appreciate that. Go ahead, coach. How has gelling with this ball club been? Obviously, there's a lot of new players on this roster this year. A lot of guys who are back from a year ago that was already a close-knit group. How does that kind of work as a newcomer trying to not only get in the mix from a play-calling standpoint with the playbook, but also just with teammates and being part of the team? Uh, They welcome me with uh, open arms. Everybody has been amazing to me. Starting with the quarterback and the O-line, they all have um, started with uh, Instagram, social media. You know, they all reached out as soon as I uh, committed here, decided to come play for the, these guys. And they all um, just told me they would be with me every step of the way. And um, it's been it's been working for me. I love it here. So it's been really good for me. Yeah, this is great. And I, I think we could go back a little bit further, John. Even in, he, he went two years to Centralia High School and was a, a second-team All-State player there. Had a lot of yards, 1,359 yards in one year and on 213 carries. But anyway, the, you, you, and then you transferred to O'Fallon to play against a little bit better competition mm-hmm. your junior year. Yes, sir. And then the COVID hit, and you end up going back to uh, to, yes, to uh, Centralia. It was a spring season for yes, about sir. six games, right? That yes, about sir. it? Yes, sir. It was about six games. Um, it wasn't really much going on. People were just trying to play football out there. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so my senior year was – yeah, everybody had – it was kind of a bad year for everybody in this yes, COVID year. Yes, sir. But you had some pretty good stats there, man. You did. You, you had a heck of a career. Uh, and, and you. Because you. You. you had to be just a sophomore when you had all those yards in 21, wasn't it? Yes, sir. You did a great job, man. Yes, that sir. was That was a, a heck of a season. And you had you also had quite a few receptions. You were pretty, you're pretty good. Receiver. You are a good receiver out of the backfield. That's what people don't realize. you got to do everything as a running back. Yes, sir. Here you got to block. you yes, got to block the blitzing linebacker. And you got to be a receiver. And – you're a very good. In fact, all of you, you got all you top four backs are good mm-hmm. receivers that, that are tailbacks. On yes, sir. Team. Yes, sir. And, that, and anyway, and we're proud of you, brother. Keep it up. Thank you. Thank you. Thank as you. long as we're going to go back to high school, I do have a question and some research. Yes, sir. You're listed as scoring single game in IHSA history, the 14th most points ever in a game. <laughs> as a senior against Mount Vernon, you had 54 points. Yeah, I had nine touchdowns in one game. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Woo. yeah that was my How many life. did your team score? Uh, I think I scored. You might have had them all. You scored all of them? You had all of them. Yeah, you had them all, I think. Yeah, but. <laughs> nine yeah. touchdowns, a lot of touchdowns for a team even. And you had them all. Yeah, that was my um last game of my senior year right before I went to Northern. So, yeah, it was pretty special to me against my uh Crosstown rivalry too, because Mount Vernon was a Crosstown yeah, rivalry. Yeah, that's Centralia Orphans um, rivalry is um, Mount Vernon Rams. So now you have to admit Bloomington's a little bit nicer than DeKalb. Yes, correct? yes, sir, yes, sir. Just wanted to make very, sure that was clear. Very, yes. We should also mention, wasn't wasn't Saturday a special day for you besides playing football? Oh yes, sir. I turned twenty. <laughs> I turned twenty one too. So yeah, yeah, good day. Good day for twenty first birthday, man. That's a, that yes, was a sir. heck of a game. Yes, sir. Three TDs, the whole bit. You can't yes, go wrong. You'll never forget that, brother. Never, never, ever. You're doing good. Ever. You talked about everybody obviously kind of welcoming you with open arms here, but as you guys have gone through the first two games, now one conference game obviously in Valley football, how is this team gelling together as far as the goals are very high? I know for this ball club, this program, especially this year, how is that laying out? Because it's going to get tough week in, week out. Um, We just stand together. Um, We all know that we all know what we have to do to um, get to where we want to be as a team. Um, but we just got to keep working together, getting getting better as a team. That's all it is. That's all That's all it takes to get to the top is being better as a team and uh, knowing that we got each other. And um, if we stay together, then nobody, nothing can get in between us. That's what that's what I think. And you're getting better every – I think you guys as a team are getting better every day. I can yes, see sir. that practice. I think yes, you're sir. getting better and better and better, and you're going to continue to get better because you're a young – I don't even. I don't necessarily mean freshmen. I'm talking about you're young working together. You guys, yes, you guys have not worked together very long, so mm-hmm. you're going to continue to get better because you communicate better. Yes, sir. And I think that's the whole goal too, though. I mean, you only get so many practices, especially now in college football and camp, with newcomers. Mm-hmm. It's going to take a few weeks to really gel as a team, I would think, and really be on the same timing. Yeah, I just, I just, I like where we're going. I like where we're going. Um, 
Uh, I'm not going to say much. I just know that um, what we put out there on the practice field, it all translates to the game. So um, if we keep practicing how we've been practicing, uh, the sky's the limit for us. The sky's the limit for us. So. You were practicing hard today. You guys were getting after it out there. That was good. It was a lot of enthusiasm. I liked yes, it sir. a lot. Yes, sir. Sounded good. Thursdays man. have to be fast. Thursday I, have to be fast. Yeah, you're we right. have to be. Everything has to be perfected on Thursdays, and Thursdays are very important to your team day, I call. Yeah, yes, you got to be ready to go. Yes, sir. Well, Mason, thanks for stopping by. Best of luck the rest of the way. Appreciate that. Appreciate that. Junior running back Mason Blakemore, the reigning Missouri Valley Football Conference Offensive Player of the Week. He's been part of our Student Athlete Spotlight segment tonight, brought to you by your country financial agent, Steve City Peterson and Catherine Peterson, as well as the Shannon Smith and Tom Peterson real estate team from REMAX Rising. When we come back, it's time to talk Redbird Cross Country. ISU Director of Track and Field and Cross Country, Jeff Bovey, is up next. Stay with us. You're listening to the Brock's Back Show, presented by Bud Light on the Xfinity Mobile Redbird Sports Network from Learfield. A locally owned and operated neighborhood bar and grill, Schooners has been a Bloomington tradition for over 30 years. Home to the Brock's Pack Coaches Show held every Thursday during the football season from 6 until 7. Schooners boasts an expansive lunch and dinner menu, including their mouth-watering wings, rings, burgers, and tenderloins. Be sure and stop by Schooners Beer Garden to relax and unwind with friends. Taste the local flavor at Schooners, 810 East Grove Street in Bloomington. For more information, visit SchoonersBL.com or find us on Facebook. Go Redbirds! Denny's Donuts and Bakery has been a loyal Redbird supporter for over 40 years. When it comes to the competition, no one comes close to the taste of one of their fresh-made donuts. Yum. They're great for your next school or church function, or even just to enjoy at home. Stop in and pick up yours at Denny's Donuts and Bakery, located at 1107 South Main Street in Bloomington. Denny's Donuts and Bakery and Redbird Football, a winning combination. This is Steve City Peterson, your local country financial representative. I am an alumni and a proud supporter of Illinois State University and their athletics. I am excited to help bring you the student-athlete segment of the Coaches Show. I wish Coach Spack and his staff and players a successful football season. I encourage everyone to back the birds and support Illinois State athletics. Go you Redbirds! When life takes you away from home, let Eastland Suites help you feel at home. With all the comforts of a modern apartment and the amenities of a boutique hotel, Eastland Suites provides the perfect environment. Whether you're a weekly corporate traveler, in between homes, or relocating for business, let the extended stay experts at Eastland Suites Hotel take care of every detail. For weekly or monthly rates, visit EastlandSuites.com or call 309-662-0000. When you have a disaster in your home, call Paul. Paul Davis Restoration. When the smoke and damage of a fire strikes your home, call Paul. You'll talk to a real person who can help you right away. They'll turn your disaster into a memory and get your home back to good with just one call. When disaster strikes, call Paul Davis Restoration. From water damage to fire and smoke damage to mold remediation. When you have a home disaster, give Paul Davis Restoration a call and help is on its way. Aw, shucks. The game's on TV, but I can't listen to the call of my favorite team broadcasters. Never fear. Sync My Game is here. Uh, Sync My Game? Yes, Sync My Game. If you have a DVR and streaming device, head to SyncMyGame.com from Learfield. It's never been easier to hear the impassioned voices of your favorite radio crew synced with the TV. Wow, uh, thank you, Mr. Just remember, SyncMyGame.com. Back to Scooters, the Bronx Back Show, presented by Bud Light. Welcome in our special guest tonight, ISU Director of Track and Field and Cross Country, Mr. Jeff Bovey, whose ball clubs on the cross-country side will host the Redbird Classic tomorrow at Wybring Golf Course. 5 o'clock start for the women, 545 for the men. And, Jeff, before we go any further with anything, I... I want to ask if you have an agent because you're one person and you currently coach six different sporting teams. <laughs> yeah, men's and women's sure. cross country, men's and women's indoor, and men's and women's outdoor. Yeah, 
It, it is a lot, but I have I have a village that helps out, so we're you better. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's uh, sure. that's a non. I mean, coaching at the collegiate level is a nonstop business, without a doubt. But I mean, when you're talking about three different seasons within the academic year, that's that's nonstop. People you overuse the word grind, I think, at times, but you're right in the yeah. middle of it. Yeah, it sure can be sometimes, but uh, you know, I think. All the coaches, no matter what sport they do, are grinding year-round. It's a year-round to be successful at the Division One level and really any level for that matter. And um, So we, we just take it one season at a time and uh, just focus on cross-country with that crew now. And, and then I've got a lot of great assistant coaches that work with the track and field part during the fall segment and get them ready for the spring. This is your ninth year, correct? Yes. Here at Illinois State as a coach. 45 conference championships, one way, shape, or form between track and cross country. That's an unbelievable number when you really think about it. Yeah, thank you. This has been a, a program not only in cross country on the men's and women's side, but both outdoor and indoor track and field that has really almost created a dynasty. Yeah. I, <laughs> <laughs> um, it's hard to think about the holistic part of that as far as what we've been doing over the last few years because I try to break it down one year at a time one season at a time one team at a time and uh, I never try to take for granted any championship because you just never know if you're ever going to see that again and you have to stay hungry because everybody is trying for that same thing you really have to uh, always be thinking about that recruit and uh, be thinking about um, what things you can be changing and looking at to fine-tune to be a better coach when does recruiting even take place for you as the seasons go? I mean, sometimes you have an off-season. That's obviously a lot of time when college coaches go to showcases and go to different events to recruit, but you don't really have the luxury of having an off-season during the academic year. So with the distance runners, so we compete on Fridays typically uh, as a collegiate team. Uh, the high school invites are on Saturdays, so I go to a lot of high school invites on Saturdays. And then we host recruits on Sunday, Mondays, or Wednesday, Thursdays during the week because we do most of our recruiting with seniors. Uh, so the track and field uh, recruiting for the jumpers, throwers, uh, sprinters, hurdlers, uh, a lot of that goes on between now and February uh, because a lot of the power athletes are either doing football or volleyball in addition to their sport in track and field. So sometimes if they are doing those sports, we'll bring them in during the winter time their senior year and so a lot happens uh, we probably sign about 30 to 35 athletes every year and uh, we we probably do most of our signing between uh, November and and June mm-hmm. and I got to think your upperclassmen are probably one of your best representatives based upon the level of success that they've had in this program and the type of student athletes you have in all your programs yeah without a doubt we we have a lot of great uh, student athletes that um really understand what it takes to be successful and, and they pass it down to the younger student athletes and show them the ropes that way there's some specialized aspects obviously especially when you get into the track and field seasons and you talked about having a village how your assistant coaches have to be obscenely talented and organized in an effort when you're dealing with the off-season workouts for cross-country during the spring and incorporating all those things, not only getting bigger, faster, stronger in the offseason, too. Yeah, they do a wonderful job of uh, periodizing the training to make sure that we are peaking at the right time, at the end of the outdoor track season with a mini peak at the uh, end of indoor season. So uh, there's a lot of general conditioning and strength building this time of year um, and then getting a lot more specific as we go, uh, similar to what football is doing and, and so many other sports that way. And uh, we have a great strength and conditioning staff, and we have so many great support people that, that help us get these student-athletes prepared to be at their best. You know, a track coach, I ran track in high school. I'm not saying I'm worth a crap. I, 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 <laughs> sorry, but I, did, I do understand. I did love it. I loved it very much. As a sprinter, it's hard to believe in it. But I, it was um, the dynamic. I don't know if people understand the different type of athlete you got to have and you don't just coach different types of athletes with men. You have women, too. So you mentioned volleyball season's going on and, you know, football season's going on. So it's, it's, it's really an interesting dynamic, isn't it, to be, a, to be in charge of men and women? 
Yeah, for sure. Um, you know, one thing is the same, though, and that it's the sport of track and field is the same, and uh, the men and women, uh, although um, different genders uh, and whatnot, but they, they can handle tremendous workloads, but you, you have to bring them along and meet them where they're at when they're coming out of high school and make sure that you, you keep people healthy that way. And, um, you know, the, the, the staff does just a great job of that. And, um, you know, I, I let them, I give them the freedom to do what they need to do with their coaching. And, and I, I take care of the distance runners for the most part. And I just uh, try to stay out of their way. Speaking of distance runners, every time I leave early in the morning and go to mass on su- Sunday morning, he's got a group of comes right by my neighborhood. I live in the last subdivision on the east side of town. I mean, it's, that's going to be a 20-mile run, doesn't it? Yeah, we, we, we It's do. unbelievable. On, on, Sunday morning, I'm going for a 20-mile run. On Sunday, our, our, our women are going between 8 and 15 miles, and our men are going between 12 and 20 miles almost every single God, Sunday. It's unbelievable. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's a grind. With the level of success you guys have had collectively in your programs, it's a different dynamic than football, baseball, basketball, where you've got a team sport. It's one final score. You've got so many individual aspects going on for your team collectively to be successful, whether or not it's a meet or an event like tomorrow at the Red Bear Classic. How do you kind of juggle that from a coaching standpoint? Because the players have to be self-motivated a little bit as well. They do, and the distance runners that we have in particular, they're uh, so self-sufficient that, you know, we only practice five days a week. Two of the days they train on their own. I just I trust that they're going to do what they need to do, and and a lot of them need to double. So we only have single workouts, but they have to come back and double later that day. And uh, I trust that they're going to get the work done. We we keep track of things on Strava. It's a it's an app. Uh, we also uh, communicate on a regular basis to make sure they're hitting their weekly volume and their volume that they need to hit each month and throughout the season, uh, because the, the the training volume is important for. Uh, main, maintaining and, and improving the, the stroke volume, cardiovascular fitness, and that kind of thing. So uh, we're really looking to uh, maximize that for each person and keep them healthy at the same time. So in short, what has the secret been for your guys' success in this program? Recruiting, you know, you have to have talent. And, you know, no matter how much success you have, uh, you can never rest easy. You have to just continue to... Uh, have that that edge as a coach and and the athletes you have to create that culture of success and and get them to buy in and um, having those older student athletes uh, showing the way really makes a big difference and makes our jobs a lot easier as coaches you guys opened the cross-country campaign last week at the Hawkeye invite out in Iowa City at the University of Iowa women took first place men took third I believe what do you expect in the Redbird Classic tomorrow at Wyburn yeah, so I was really pleased we ran all of our varsity women uh, to go there and, and beat the Hawkeyes on their home course. It was a lot of fun, to be honest. Um, and then, uh, yeah, thank you. Um, that's always fun to go to Big Ten school and win. Um, and then the guys, I was super proud of. We, we ran really just our freshmen and a few sophomores, and uh, we, we had some really good freshman performances. I, I think we could see a couple of them make our varsity squad uh, this year, which is really difficult to do in cross country. So um, we'll see. We'll know more about our team tomorrow as we put everybody out there tomorrow on the men's side. Well, Jeff, thanks so much. Best of luck this weekend. Tomorrow, 5 o'clock, the women will take off at Wybring Golf Course for the Redbird Classic. Men will start at 545. Our guest tonight, Jeff Bovey, director of cross country and track here at Illinois State. We'll take one final timeout. We'll be back and wrap things up. The Brock's Back Show presented by Bud Light on the Xfinity Mobile Redbird Sports Network from Learfield. A locally owned and operated neighborhood bar and grill, Schooners has been a Bloomington tradition for over 30 years. Home to the Brock's Back Coaches Show held every Thursday during the football season from 6 until 7. Schooners boasts an expansive lunch and dinner menu, including their mouth-watering wings, rings, burgers, and tenderloins. Be sure and stop by Schooners Beer Garden to relax and unwind with friends. Taste the local flavor at Schooners, 810 East Grove Street in Bloomington. For more information, visit SchoonersBL.com or find us on Facebook. Go Redbirds! When the game goes into overtime. But. The game goes into overtime. The choice to enjoy is easy. Bud Light. 
Easy to drink, easy to enjoy. Order Bud Light online today. Enjoy responsibly. Anheuser-Busch Bud Light Beer, St. Louis, Missouri. I feel bad for the Johnson kids next door. Their parents just use their phone for home internet. So when everyone's online, it could be mad slow. Tom can barely play a full round of Horse Commander 3. Luckily, we get fast and reliable internet from Xfinity. So I can game while everyone's on with basically no interruptions. Hey, Jess, can I, uh, borrow some eggs? You want a game here? Please. Now through September 21st, get 75 megabit internet on the Xfinity 10G network for $20 a month for 12 months with no annual contract. And ask about how you can get one free line of unlimited mobile when you upgrade to 400 megabit internet. Go to Xfinity.com slash 10G, call 1-800-XFINITY, or visit a store today. Requires paperless billing and auto pay with stored bank account. Restrictions apply. Not available in all areas. Equipment, taxes, and fees extra. Xfinity Mobile requires Xfinity internet. After promo, regular rates apply. Actual speeds vary. This is Shannon Smith and Tom Little City Peterson, your local real estate experts from Remax Rising. We are proud supporters of Illinois State University Athletics. As lifelong Redbird fans, it's our privilege to present the Student Athlete Spotlight segment of the Coaches Show. We wish the Redbirds and Coach Spack a successful football season. Let's all spread the red and support Illinois State University Athletics. Go, Go you Redbirds! Redbirds. Schools will take home the prestigious Learfield Directors Cup for the 2023-24 college athletic season. You can follow the standings of your favorite school or alma mater at L Directors Cup on Twitter and online at thedirectorscup.com. That's thedirectorscup.com and L Directors Cup on Twitter. Trophies will be awarded in June 2024 to the winning institutions in all competitive divisions. Learfield Directors Cup, the crowning achievement in college athletics. Back here from the beer garden at Scooters. One final time tonight in the Brock's Back Show presented by Bud Light. Birds are going to be at Eastman, Illinois this weekend, but they will return home a week from Saturday to their final non-conference tune-up as they take on the Lindenwood Lions at Hancock Stadium. That'll be family day on September 23rd, a noon kick time between the Birds and Lindenwood. Tickets are available. Dial up the Redbird box office at 309 438 8000 That's 309-438-8000. Or visit redbirds.com slash tickets. John, some of the people might like to know that Denver Johnson is the offensive line coach for that team, too, that's coming in here, Lindenwood, in, in next Saturday. I believe this is year two for Denver right, in right. that program, right? Right. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people here know him, and I thought maybe they'd like to know he's coaching there. We're not even going to worry about that, are we, Coach, until next oh, week? We've got to get through Eastern we got a hands right, full right, with, right. with Coach's uh, alma mater here. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're a handful. Oh, Lord yeah. have mercy. You'll get them, Coach. Now, that's a day trip. Western Illinois was a day trip for you. Does that change things at all in your game preparation? Not really. Or we make uh, it a little bit easier, it, maybe. It, 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 we try to make it, uh, even when we, we actually sp- we spent the night in Galesburg, but We'll spend the night here at home uh, tomorrow night um, on, on the way to Eastern. Eastern's a little closer. It's a little easier with the interstate system, and it, we get there faster. And uh, we can do that, especially at a 2 o'clock start. That makes it, you know, better for us. And uh, so that's worked well. And <clears throat> I learned it from Coach Boo. You know, I asked him. I said, what do you – now we, we, we come day of the game. And because we didn't do that when I was – at Eastern, we would stay out at the out, out by the interstate yeah. over there, and uh, but <clears throat> you know it's, it, he's I learned that from him, and we do that now, and it's been very good to us too. So I think it's better for the team. It gives them uh, they get to sleep in their own beds and yeah, uh, make it more like a home game. Right. And uh, we we try to do that even when we go on the road. We try to make do as much here right. as we can. We try to make what I try to do on Saturday is shorten the day, which you don't want to do it to be a real long day. Right. So we try to shorten the day on Saturday, and uh, well, they just get up. They, 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 uh, routine, all that, right? yeah, they, they're in a routine. They get up, we do a walkthrough, we have chapel, then we, we eat a pregame meal, we do our silent substitution, and we'll get on the bus and go down there and, and go play football. That's the best, you know, best way to yeah. do it, coach. I think it's yeah. good. And it saves the university a little money. Yeah, it saves yeah. us a little money, but it's, it's, yeah, I'm kind of tight, you know, spend us <laughs> like mine. Right. Yeah, so, but, um, Jerry likes you that way. Well, it's just unnecessary, you know. Our players would rather right. sleep in their own bed anyway. So. I agree. 
you know, you're only talking about an hour and 40 minutes drive, yeah, so it's not, it's bad not at a big all. deal. So, yeah. Should be a book, good ball game. Two o'clock the start time at O'Brien Field. A brand new field turf at O'Brien Field. Yeah, it'd be nice. Year. They have new turf there, and that, that'll be that'll be great. They needed that. They and, needed it. Yeah, they do, and uh, that'll be that'll be great. So, it was, we had a lot of guys slipping two years ago over there. Remember? We had yeah, it was uh, it was getting it was getting old. It was kind of like ours, you know. It was getting old. I don't know, I don't know how old their turf was, but it's they needed it, and it's right. it's, it's, it's that's, I'm glad to hear that. So, well, Coach, best of luck Saturday. Hey, thanks. We'll talk to Appreciate you after the ball everybody. Game. That'll do it for our show tonight. We will be back here next Thursday night, beginning at 6 o'clock for another edition of the Brock's Back Show presented by Bud Light. Special thanks to junior running back Mason Blakemore and ISU Director of Track and Cross Country Jeff Bovey for stopping by tonight. For Redbird Head Coach Brock's Back, my partner Ted Schmitz, and Greg Holbleib with Jake Fogel back at the WJBC Studios. This is John Fitzgerald. Thanks to everyone here at Schooners. We'll talk to you on Saturday afternoon, beginning at 1 o'clock from Charleston. This has been the Brock's Back Show, presented by Bud Light on the Xfinity Mobile Redbird Sports Network from Learfield. Xfinity Mobile Redbird Sports Network from Learfield. Live from Schooners, this has been the Brock Spack Show, presented by Bud Light. Easy to drink, easy to enjoy. The has been a Learfield presentation on the Xfinity Mobile Redbird Sports Network. Some people just know there's a better way to do things, like bundling your home and auto insurance with Allstate. Or hiring someone to move your piano instead of doing it yourself. So, do things the better way. Bundle home and auto and save up to 25% with Allstate. Bundled savings vary by state and are not available in every state. Saving up to 25% is the countrywide average of the maximum available savings off the home policy. Allstate Vehicle and Property Insurance Company and Affiliates, Northbrook, Illinois.